Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with your sales. <sighs> you can turn on the lights. You can turn them shits all the way up. <laughs> turn them shits all the way up because I got on my shades to block out all this negative energy surrounding me. Kenny just gave me the most negative glare that's, I've ever that, seen. That's, that's just not true. That's, it is true. Is, because you know what? Let me just start off with just saying congratulations to my Philadelphia Eagles who washed the floor with the Minnesota Vikings. The same Vikings that Kenny said had the best defense in the league a couple weeks ago. They did. Oh, that's, they did. Factually, that's... The same again, Minnesota Vikings correct. that Dave asked me last week, you know, how far do you think this, this, win, this mediocre win against the Falcons will bring you guys? It brought us to the Super Bowl, bro. And I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to shout because the Eagles did all that for me yesterday. Almost I mean, lost Vikings. my voice in Philly. It was a great day. The Vikings didn't deserve to be in that game play. anyway, though. So You said the Vikings didn't deserve to be in it? That shit was, it was a fluke. It was a, So I just really wanted to see a better quarterback in that game. Not saying that like it would have made a super difference, but it's just like, come on, bro. I mean, a lot of people I'm were not talking. Knocking the, I'm not knocking the Eagles. A lot of people I'm were talking saying. as if Case Keenum was a great quarterback. I don't believe And that. I would try to tell people, like, <laughs> Case Keenum is Case Keenum. You didn't hear about You didn't know who he was a year ago, so he's, he's Case Keenum. He was a system quarterback And then Nick Foles is Nick Foles, the dude who threw for three touchdowns, no interceptions, 300-something yards. So I'm going to get loud. Fuck it. They were calling that nigga Nick Wentz. <laughs> I felt Wentz vibes. Ty, I'm sorry. Your shades are officially no more. All right, now that he's gotten this all this bullshit out of his fucking system, um, how y'all doing? My name's Ken. I'm Nick, and I'm Dave. And you listen to the Last Call podcast. Um, anything else you want to get off your chest? Hey man, I know Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Oh, you're not done. Um, Eagles are in the Super Bowl, and I'm feeling good. So we have a special guest in the building. Um, go ahead, bro. Introduce yourself. I'm gone right now. <laughs> I'm still stuck on this. <laughs> fly Eagles, fly Q. Just say it. I got it. Just say I'm not, it. I will never. Just say it. I will never. That's no. Hell no. I feel like you wore you wore the Knicks the Knicks apparel. I'm a Knicks but you wore it on purpose. Yeah. Like you knew you couldn't wear Giants apparel. I I can't. Why would I wear Giants apparel to anything related with you and the No. I I go by the name of DJ Yo Q. I. <laughs> I'm so devastated at this shit. Yeah, I can't he is a devastated going to. Talk about some positive. You have some positivity going on in your life. Yes, You're doing some cool I do. Shit. I'm, you know, I'm a, you know, traveling, touring DJ. Um, do a little production myself. I'm a diehard Knicks fan, Giants fan, you know, all my life. Rangers, what's up? Okay. New York all day. Baseball. Where you at baseball? You know what I'm saying? Oh, baseball. Yankees, man. Yeah, nice. Day. Nice. The empire. Day. At least you got something to the you know, empire. celebrate. I mean, we're going to be celebrating this year. I know that. For sure. Can't guarantee it. But, you know, congratulations to your, you know, your Eagles. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. A lot of Giants fans are too bitter to say that. I'm going to say, Q, you're a Giants that. fan, right? I'm a Giants fan. All right. So, so who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? Are you rooting for the Patriots <sighs> or are you rooting for the Eagles? Now, see, here's my thing with that. That's like a double-edged sword with me. I don't know. I, I don't want to say the Eagles, but I don't want to say the Patriots. <laughs> Shit. But, you know, if I had to go NFC, I got to go with the Eagles. Let's go Eagles. Got to go. See, that's, really? I respect that because you're when rooting, the Giants for the played Eagles. the Patriots, as a, as a Giants fan. As a Gi I mean, I'm not rooting for none of these motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't want to see Tom Brady win another one, man. Okay. I'm like anti-Tom Brady everything. So you're more anti-Tom Brady than you are more anti-Eagles as yes. a division opponent. That's crazy. As a division opponent. Uh, well, you're right. I got to think about that's that. That's wild. That's wild. But nah, I, man, think, I think, you know, you know what? Like I said, I'm more of 
Well, like I said, Tom Brady don't got shit for us. Right. We've proven that twice. Tom Brady is basically Donald Trump and white America. <laughs> That's what the Patriots represent when it represent comes to us, point. it's like, you know, he, you know he, he buckles up. He doesn't know what to do. Oh, that's the Coughlin. Put it like this. Put it like Coughlin, this. Put it like this. Okay, put it like this. Let's bring it to soccer because soccer is the world sport. Okay. If you're a Real Red Madrid Bull, fan. I like Red Bulls. I like the Red Bull. All right. Yeah. If you're a Real Madrid fan and your boy is a Barcelona fan, y'all hate each other during the regular season. Of course. But once Spain plays Germany in the World Cup, y'all going to root for Spain. That's that's it's a completely just, different. No, it's, it's not. Yeah, because that's a, that's we're rooting. No, because there's like, some players that play on Spain that play on uh, Real Madrid. Yeah, it's like that's a complete. What, what I'm wait, saying wait, is wait, 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 that doesn't make any sense. sense. There are some players that play for no, Real what, Madrid. What is, what is, what I'm what saying is as a fan, he's saying that if somebody from Real Madrid, if I'm Real Madrid and Barcelona are playing each other, and you're a fan of one of them, you can hate them. But if they play for Spain, no, 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 you root. No, no, no. That's not what I said. That's exactly what I said. Nick, reiterate because I wanted. I want the people. I'm not what I said. Okay. The people to know that's not what I said. So what I said, if you're a Real Madrid fan uh -huh. and I'm a Barcelona fan during uh -huh. the regular season, we do not fuck with each other. Okay. We root for the opposite teams. Yes. When Spain goes to the World Cup, we're collectively rooting for Spain. So like yes. I, that's exactly yes. what you just said. Yes. yes. So, it. but you said that's not what I said. Talk you, about that's it. That's not what you said. All right, all right, all right, all right. Moving on. What I'm saying <laughs> Jesus. is, you root for your country nah, let's talk at the about end it. of the day. No, that's completely different. Because there are players that play on Real Madrid You're not that are not from sense. Spain. Thank you. <laughs> that are not from Spain. You're not making any sense. So you can actually be a Real Madrid fan and end up be rooting for Italy. There are no players on the Eagles that were on the Giants. Yeah. That's, not, that's not my point. I'm talking about Tom, Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm talking about Tom Brady and white America and Trump. Oh, we should all be against Tom Brady. That's what so I'm like, saying. Yeah, like, we should just in general. But that's how much it hurts. That's how much it hurts Kenny to actually root against Tom Brady is that he'll have to fucking root with the Eagles. And well, that's what it hurts. hurts like, it doesn't hurt. See, this is, see, this is like <laughs> the biggest Giants myth here. Why are you mad, Kenny? No, because Kenny just doesn't want the Eagles to win. See, I don't care. It doesn't bother me that much. I would rather see my cousin be filled with joy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm rather see him be filled with joy what? than to watch Tom Brady win. Yo, wait, as a Jets yeah, fan, yeah. as a Jets fan, I would rather the Eagles win than to see Tom Brady raise another trophy and another MVP. And another, I don't I like his it's enough already. It's, it's enough already. It's I'm enough. not that much of an asshole. I agree. As but much as you like now, to paint I, and but, picture me as. Now, granted, hearing you go no, on you, and you, on, you're the only person talking. You don't have to yell. No, no, no. no. Hearing him go on and on and on. Would would uh, it's going to irk me, but it's not going to irk me as much as I have to live with Tom Brady First, winning another. I want to see here's another, as another thing too. I I wanted Minnesota to win. To be honest, with you. I wanted Why? Minnesota because I wanted them to make history. It'll be the first time ever. Yeah, they play at home. home game, play yeah. home. It would look good. Super. It would have looked good. Even though, like, look, and because and because I'm a Giants fan, I don't want the fucking Eagles to go right. anywhere. That makes the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? They so, got their ass beat. But like I said, with this, like I said, this this is like a you know a Hillary Donald Trump type of voting system going that's happening right now. There's no real clear cut winner. It's no, you know, it's no real clear cut. I don't. I'm not really. You know, supporting it, and there's no win. It's not even that. There's it's no not winner. even a it's win. Not, it's not a win. But if I have to, I do not want to see Tom Brady get another one. I don't. So please uh, prevent that. You know, like please do me that favor. As, you know, because I know if we were there, we would prevent that right. shit for a fact. This I rooted for the Giants when they played the Patriots in both Super Bowls. And one man, good yeah. man. And I won money off both of those games. Good man. So did I. So but did I. I'm an Eagles fan. I do not like the Giants during the regular season. But when it comes You're down to war, to. I hate Tom Brady and the Patriots. I hate Tom Brady. Tom, Tom Brady and the Patriots represent everything wrong in America. <laughs> like straight up cheating, uh, Donald Trump and. 
superiority of white people, fake superiority. So, no, nah, I don't I don't like Tom Brady and it's the Patriots, good. and I cannot wait for the Eagles to slap the shit out of them for the culture. I hope so. You know, I just found out that Robert Kraft is a Democrat. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I had to deep dive because I was like, somebody asked me, like, it was that Kraft, like, from, like, you know, Kraft Mac and Cheese and shit like that, so I, like, looked it that- up. He's from he's he's the owner of the thing this thing called a craft group and they are invested in a whole bunch of stuff. He's actually Orthodox Jew, um, went to Columbia, then graduated from Harvard um, Harvard Business School with an MBA, and then just started his business. Also married into like a richer Jewish family. I was like, that definitely that happened. gave him his first job, and yeah, he's been kind of investing. A lot of his money is invested in Israel too, which is a another little another reason why that another little make any another yeah, little this tidbit. is all a little fishy. <laughs> It, I mean, it doesn't make sense. He's got hold. He got principal holdings in like Tel Aviv and shit like that. Like it makes perfect so, sense to me. So after um, Kraft's wife died, they won the Super Bowl, right? Was that the year they won when his wife passed away? Correct? Do you remember? That was last year. No, no, no. It was like two years ago. And then, like a few months later, he had a new girlfriend who was like <laughs> in her twenties. I'm not in I rapper mean, craft. You got to get like over that. it. You got to get over it. Right. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the, the fans of Philly get a really bad rap. So, like, I, I've never been to Philadelphia, uh, at least for a game. I've, I've been for Made in America. So, um, Nick, as the Eagles fan that he is, said he was going to take the ride out to Philly. I was like, you know what? I'll take a ride with you. I'll see what this is about. Um, I ha- what'd you wear? Hostile territory. I wore, I wore Wait, my, Jets fan. Jets fan. I, I what did you wear? I wore my Michael Vick uh, Eagles jersey. Wow. Okay, why did you emphasize the Vic? Why because you- I know there's a reason why you asked me what jersey I was wearing. So what makes a Michael Vick Eagles jersey Michael, different Mike, than any well, other Eagles jersey? Well, because jersey. Michael Vick was the first athlete in uh, the NFL to get a $100 million contract. He was the best player in the NFL for quite some time until he caught his case and they took him out. <laughs> so what happened was after he did his two-year bid, there was only one team that was willing to take a flyer on what was once formerly the best player in the NFL when nobody else would touch him, and that would be the Philadelphia Eagles. So you respect the Eagles. So I respect the Eagles for picking up Michael Vick, right. who was my favorite football player. Dope. I respect that. Right. Eagles be doing some racist shit, though. That's my only problem. Yeah, nah, but nah, continue telling them about the fans <laughs> yesterday because we had literally, I've been to a few tailgates, and the Eagles fans that greeted us with my New York license plates coming to the stadium, they were they were eyeing my license plates as if I went to a crip neighborhood with a blood flag on. I'm not even going to lie to you. But, I have a story about that, too. But oh once they God. saw my Eagles hat on, they were like, all right, he's good. So I was driving through the crowd. We literally were driving through people, like going like three miles an hour. And this one dude stopped me. He was like, where are you trying to go? I was like, I'm trying to park. He's like, you know what? Pull up, park right over here. He's like, you guys are from New York? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you're an Eagles fan? Bet. You're eating with us. Mm-hmm. So he brings Shit. us over to his RV. I would have been scared. Not, not burgers and hot dogs, though. They had chili. They had cornbread. They had chicken. They had cake. They had a DJ with music. They had drinks, even though we're not drinking, but they still had it. Um, that was so awkward being at a tailgate. It was awkward being at a tailgate not, not drinking alcohol, but I felt empowered. Yeah. I, I felt yeah. good. Drank a lot of water. There you go. But what day is it? It's day 21 out of 120 of... My sobriety. Sobriety. I can't even pronounce it because I've never done this. Sobriety. How many days? How many? 120 days of sobriety, bro. Jesus. Yeah. It's feeling good. I feel great. All I drink is water and tea. Well, I'm a drink. I'm a drink. My boy you. Q over there. Yeah, I got a drink. Shit. He's okay. not on a sobriety test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Kenny, let let the let the folks know what he's drinking. 
So Q was drinking a, a rum from Belize called Fiesta Rum, right? It's, okay. it's specifically uh, exported from Belize, so it's not even in this country yet. So we were able to Some get a hands on a bottle. fancy of, shit. Yeah, so we, we tried it. These motherfuckers is fancy. Here. I suggest any <laughs> guests coming on this shit, y'all niggas is going to be treated right. God damn, this shit is good as shit, too. So we're going to be putting a, a couple videos up uh, of some cocktails that we're, uh, we're going to be making, uh, or that we've made, uh, uh, that Q's drinking. Um, but So you can check them out on the Last Call uh, Podcast YouTube uh, video channel, as well as on... Uh, Twitter and IG uh, we'll have some videos posted up there for y'all um, in the next coming days um, so I mean cute so what are some of the projects that you got going on right now alright well since you asked um, I, um, I'm working on a little something like as far as like producing it cause like I said I'm a DJ or whatever and I've always had the love for music and shit like that like you know music is like everything life right so my thing was coming up as a DJ you know Everybody, you know, you can get the party going. Everybody can get a rock in. Everybody can, you know, vibe to, you know, other people's music. My thing was now, eventually, I'm like, you know what? I want to play my own shit. See what people mm. can react to with that. So I'm working on a little project that I want to drop in this, like a little EP project that I want to drop in the summer of just like, you know, uh, a bunch of like some of my favorite maybe acapellas like just switched up and changed into like mm, some flips. crazy you know what I'm saying like some mm-hmm, flips you know mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm gonna drop that in the summer I don't really have like a set date for it yet but um I know the name of it the title of it is gonna be called uh, Champagne and Chinese Food okay be- oh because um every time I um every time I had like an accomplishment like my friends and like my family I would always be like yo I wanna eat I want Chinese and Fuck it. Let's fucking like get fucking uh let's watch paid in full. Let's that's watch what I was paid gonna in say. Full. <laughs> full fucking Chinese food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's like a paid in full thing for me. Like every time I like celebrate, every time I like, you know, something happens good in my life, every time something, you know, happens good with my friends or whatever, I'm like, yo, let's celebrate, let's uh let's get the champagne and Chinese, Chinese food, food going. So it's like that's gonna be like my coming out project. So it's like it's gonna be a celebration with everybody. So I want that to be the title Dope. of it. What's champagne your what's your um your um social media where the people can find Social media, here? it is everything at yo Q. Yo double O Q the DJ on everything. Everything. Uh Facebook is my name, Q Isaiah, Q U E U E I S A I A H, aka DJ Yo Q. Um yeah, everything else, that's that's really it. So where's been your favorite uh I should say spot or city to spin at? Like Ooh. what's been what's been the best experience for the you? The best so far? experience for me, like I, I was I was on the road a, a few times, but the best experience that I've had was maybe when I went to Australia. Alright, I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna do one for here, for when, you know, in the States and one overseas. One is Australia. Australia, that energy over there is ridiculous they rock with us over there what like crazy it's hot as hell (laughs) but it's yo crazy over there um i did a few shows out there with designer shout out to my man designer and i'm talking about like even before like he even came out like i'm just walking on the stage and they're screaming i'm like how many people are there like thousands of fucking people all right so paint the picture for us yeah all right so this is it it was a festival i'm trying to i can't remember the name of the festival it was a festival going on uh, headline is like Gold Link. Uh, they had like Diplo, like you know, like it was. Some Where was it? Names headline. It. it was. Uh, it was. It was in Australia. So they, it was in different cities. It was mm-hmm. one in uh, Brisbane, Sydney, uh, Perth. Uh, I heard Perth uh, is beautiful. Perth is beautiful. Not Sydney. I love Sydney. Sydney, yeah. Sydney is where it's at. So you come out, <laughs> women. The the uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's telling me to go. <laughs> talking about women. Uh, <laughs> he could have been talking about the beach. So, no, 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 no. Uh, that so, W was there. <laughs> Brisbane was the first stop that we had. So Brisbane, we coming out. It's fucking a hundred and two degrees. Okay. Outside, a hundred and two. I had play on vinyl, so. I had like the sun is like beaming on me, so I'm walking off this. I'm walking up to the stage, and people are fucking screaming. I'm like, I don't even know these motherfuckers. Like, they don't know me. Fucking screaming. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I gotta hype them up and shit. Yo, two minutes into the shit, I had to take my shirt off. Fucking hot as hell. Mm-hmm. We're going. So I play one song. I'll never forget this song. It was uh, it was Kid Cudi, um, uh, 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 uh Pursuit of Happiness. Right. Mm-hmm. Played that into the chorus and I'm talking about like thou- like I'm looking at thousands of strangers the regular version or the Crookers version nah the regular version wow regular that's crazy version. Reg- I've only seen people get like crazy hand- to the Crookers no, version that's regular version I, I, I always start off with that and I'll follow up and do Father Stretch My Hands uh, right after that amen. take them to church you know what I'm saying right. right after and then we just we go from there bring design out and we rock out now yeah I'm getting hot oh my god um, <laughs> <laughs> um so we end up we end up like Eventually, like we go through the show, everybody's still rocking. One thing about designer, designer used to say, he would tell me like, "Yo, if you don't jump in the crowd, I can't fuck with you." Word. In the middle of me DJ, mind you, I'm his DJ, right. <laughs> so I'm lit. like, "All right." First time I ever did it was here. It was in New York. We had a show. We had that double XL show for his freshman show. So he was like, "Yo, this is gonna determine if you fuck with me. You got to jump in that crowd." I was like, "I got to do what? <laughs> like, you got to jump. You got to like you know, go you. in and jump." I was like, "All right, whatever." So I have a video. My boy was actually filming my video, like a video, you know, he was at the show. And <laughs> you see his hype man, Millie, he jumps in first. You see designer just go. And I'm standing there, I'm looking around, I'm like, fuck it. And I just jump right in. And everybody's going fucking nuts. It's literally all three of us wilding. So I'm like, all right, I'm in Australia. I was like, all right, I'll do it. Yo, when I say these motherfuckers were like throwing me in the air like I was like paper mm-hmm. like it was beach ball like a beach ball type shit it was yo insane uh-huh. I made it to the stage save kept it going boom We, I go back on stage start scratching that was the last song boom that was the greatest experience I ever had that that's crazy it. here I like playing of course I love playing in New York but as crazy as it sounds I like Providence Providence Rhode Island really too. they always show me love up there always I don't I, it's just I don't know maybe it's just you know maybe it's just a handsome dude uh-huh. <laughs> just a good looking cat you know I just you know just attract everybody right? but um yeah it's uh up there the energy is different they always show love they always um I know there's a couple schools up there um of course Providence mm-hmm. um another one i think johnson and wales isn't too far from there but yeah i mean it's, uh, from what i heard it's like a, it's a real good college yeah town. it's a real good college town and you know it's uh they don't really have much of the party scene up there so mm. it's a um it's a crew up there called stay silent pvd they uh they like you know host and throw right. a lot of things so every time they throw some shit stage or diving around too? stage diving around and shit like that or you know i'm i'm on the mic talking like yo listen i don't give a fuck Who's standing next to you? If they standing still, tell them to move because I want to see you motherfuckers go crazy. That's the type of shit that I'm on. That's the type of energy I try to bring to like every set. Question: Before you stage dive, do you take everything out your pockets? Of course, you okay. have to. That's yeah. what I, was, I always wondered that you before people do that. Like, do you G check yourself and I, be like, uh, "Let me take out my wallet, yeah. let me take out my phone, let me take out my keys"? Because I always, I'm a Boy Scout, so I always got every. I got a charger. I got, I got everything in my pockets: mm-hmm. charger, wallet, you know, money, chains, whatever, every condoms, whatever. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying I always got everything. So, but even when it comes to that, pff, empty out. Like I was going through fucking TSA. Like 
Because they, they will fucking pit pocket the I've shit seen, out that's, of you. And that's like they, the wave. And they, they go, because it's like, yo, they go for it. At, at first, I'm like, all right, these girls are trying to feel my ass, but now nah, they're trying to feel if I got something. Trying to grab your pocket. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to see if I got something in my pockets. Like, so I'm like, all right, cool. Like, let me let me come prepared for this shit. I've but, seen niggas like, like Famous Dex or somebody be like, yo, who took my goddamn shoe? And it's like, yo, bro, like, <laughs> don't go on that. Yo, it's been times the designers lost a shoe. He's lost a, a Yeezy. Once. You see what I'm saying? Like, like he crazy. jumped in the crowd, lost. He came back He had one Yeezy on That's he why I, yo, Somebody Real talk I saw Who did I see Jump in the crowd Barefoot um, It might have been Chance the Rapper Yeah cause He I'm jumped in Yeah shit. he jumped in With just socks on mm-hmm. I respect it I was like I feel you bro Those motherfuckers Steal shit I would, I would do it in a heartbeat But like I said Like for the few folks jumping off stage, remember empty your pockets, man. Empty your pockets, number B. one rule. That's the best. That's the best thing to do because you will come out upset if you got something important. In your All right, pockets. man. So, are you are you single right now? Yes. Oh, so I you am. could talk your shit. <laughs> All right. So oh, you mentioned you mentioned you have a whole bunch of shit in your pockets, condoms included. Mm. What would you say the craziest tour experience with women has been? The craziest tour experience. Oh man, y'all going y'all going for the jugular. Group. Hashtag groupie love. Hashtag groupie love. Hashtag groupie mm. love. Like I said before, like coming groupie even love. into like a coming even into a situation where it's like people don't even fucking know you, but they just know that you're like with somebody with that's the, with the with the crew. They they're ready. Really? All the time. Like in what way? Like how how because I'm assuming that some people over they over assume like oh okay once you're with a an entertainer you're automatically you're automatically like yeah you're automatically like shit off rip but right is but that is that how it is that's or? how it is that's, that's, that's how it is Ma- majority of the you know, real shit that's how it is majority of the time like it's no no denying it no like I I'll, I'll sit here and. Uh, and you know, oh my God, like I'm, I'm a faithful. Nah, B. When it comes to <laughs> that shit, is ridiculous. Like it's quality, like not just quality too. Like I, I wouldn't even like He's girls like, that. Are, nice. So you're here, girls that you would think that you know they got the Instagram models that got the 24k or whatever. I'm talking about them. Like, nah, hey, well, I, I, we up? know about them. But I'm saying, I'm like, talking about girls. We'd be like, oh damn, she was in law school last week. Like, you know, yeah. But it's yeah. like once She's they find out that you're in that situation, they like, oh well, you know, we can do this, do that. Did Australia show love? Australia showed a lot of love. Um, <laughs> Australia showed a lot of love. Yeah. <laughs> Australia, <laughs> Australia showed. They haven't. I told you, Australia ain't let me down. I'm telling you that right now. Sydney was a uh, Sydney's with my well, Sydney. I had a, like a. I had more of like an experience with friends. I had friends out there as well, so mm-hmm. I was just like showing love and shit. But all the other cities, they sh- they show right, love. So, so you know, give they, us some. They, give love, some, they love. They love the brothers. Give That's us a, some stories, man. So it was. It was one. All right, this one situation. Oh, I can't believe I'm about to do this. It's one situation where we're performing. We go to a club. We do the after party and shit. Now it's uh, it's I've never been to. The, I've never heard of this shit. Whatever. We perform one song. We stand in there. I'm talking about like. Bottles coming left and right. Designers wilding. I'm standing there on my cool shit. Normally, all right, disclaimer. Normally, I'm the hotel body. Like, I'm the dude that after we perform, I'm going Go I'm home. going back to the hotel. I'm going to sleep. But, of course, you know, we're overseas. So, I'm like, you know, I'm experienced. But when I'm home, when I'm, like, in the States, I don't. I be in the hotel room quick. Oh, excuse me. So, we get to the club. We're we're standing on the table, and it's these chicks. This, this is, is after two, you've already DJed. after we've already after we DJ so after, after party. This is the after party. We like I said, we got bottles. Everything's gone. We're standing, <laughs> we're standing on top of the couch, and it's these girls, right? 
they're looking, whatever the case may be, they're trying to get our attention. But I'm like, you know, I'm being a cool one. I'm not trying to like look at them. One of them definitely pulls the titties out mm. to try to get Uh-oh. our attention. So did it work? It worked. <laughs> it worked. It definitely worked. Titties. So I tap my boy like. Yo, like real quick, I'm like, yo, look, like this is what's going down. Like this, He's like, all right, cool. We about to go get him. I'm like, nah, I don't want to go do that. I don't want to go do that. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go because they were definitely trying to get my attention. So I go down there, immediately grabbing me, trying to. I'm like, wait, hold on, like, getting, you know, like relax. Getting a little too touchy, getting a little too touchy feely now. Like let's let's get it together. So there's a studio in the actual in the actual club right mm-hmm. so designer's always working he always wants to work so he's bouncing back and forth to the party and to there's a studio the inside the club inside of the club it's like that. you walk through like so the club Where does area this dude is there. get all this does he drink a lot of red bull yeah i feel like he has the most energy nah, he doesn't really drink a lot of red bull like that though he actually um what he does he he smokes a lot of weed okay. that's one he smokes weed but hmm. before you know before anything you know we just pray that's really where his energy comes from, bro. That's what's up. Like, that's like, we just pray before every show, before so, every, you know, before every, like, you know, performance, anything. Like, we pray to God. Damn. We give it up to God Almighty. You heard? Definitely needed to hand clap like, on that. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's the, that's the real, that, that's the real, like, yeah, you feel me? Like, every show, even now, even when, you know, sets, even if I'm doing them locally here, um, you know, on the road, anywhere, I pray. I pray to God Almighty mm-hmm. every time. And that's that's weird because I know. So it's funny because Ty. I mean, he's not in the room right now, but when he first came in, he recognized you from mm-hmm. the set that when y'all were down uh, by at South by Southwest. Yeah, we, and, it, we did uh, some crazy shit there too. Like it was it was nuts. We were we were driving. Now you have heard of South by people walking in the streets and shit like that. Um, we're on scooters. Mind you, people are walking. People are not supposed to be on scooters right. like in the middle of. So we're on scooters, me designers and this hype man, and we're fucking like flying past people, getting through people. Like it, that was a crazy situation too. But then we did that to get to the performance. We performed, and then we left. Uh-huh. It's crazy shit. So Ty, I remember specifically Ty telling me after he came back, and you know we were just chopping it up. About, I was like, "How was South by Southwest?" He's like, "I'm not gonna lie." He's like, "The person that impressed me the most because he works with Sway is um." He was like, "The person that impressed me the most was Designer." He was like, "Because Sway's show went on at like." Six o'clock, uh, seven, six, seven o'clock in the morning. They start, right? And I think what time you guys touch stage? Like eight o'clock in the morning, yeah, nine like o'clock eight, in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ty was like, designer's energy was up. Like you thought it was twelve o'clock at midnight, and yeah. he was just ready to go off. And yeah. like he had like the energy between you and designer on stage. He said it was just nuts. He was like, it was. I was really impressed by how well he carried the people's energy in the crowd, but how well his energy carried out throughout the whole entire performance that's, that's, at that's, eight o'clock in the morning. That's him. That is literally him. Like he'll he'll be up and like I said, he he probably just came from the studio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Didn't sleep. How whatever. much does he actually sleep? He he sleeps. He sleeps. When he's on the plane, he's out like a fucking like a child. Um when we going to like an airport, he's he's lighting one and he's going right to sleep. Okay, so like, you, you've done Australia, you've done some some things in the States, South by Southwest. Where mm-hmm. else uh, globally have you been? Uh went to London. We did a festival in London. I gotta look up I don't, I don't know why I'm horrible with these remembering these names. We do so fucking many. Um uh where else? Uh uh uh, uh, uh shit off the top of my head. I'm trying to think. Ugh. What's your favorite favorite place to perform in the city? In the city. Ooh, that's good. That's a good question. Um 
I like to be local. Mm-hmm. I'm a low key dude, so I like to be. I had a spot called Locksmith that I'm always at. Like Locksmith, Locksmith is, dope. Locksmith is Locksmith lit. Is, yeah. and they're actually expanding. I actually got to go to a holiday party. Their holiday party. I mean, better late than never. Right. Uh, after this, <laughs> what, ho- what holiday are they celebrating? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they celebrate MLK, I mean, right? yeah. MLK, President's you know Day. You know what I'm saying? We celebrate. We celebrate a little early because you know that they're renovating. They're actually expanding because you know Locksmith was a small spot, right? Mm-hmm. But they're expanding and. It, it's definitely like gonna be like a situation where a lot of people are gonna be there. Like I said, I started before at Apartment Seventy Eight. I don't know if hey, I, re- I remember you in Apartment Seventy Eight. Those parties were so lit. Inc- Shout out incredible. to Apartment Seventy Eight, man. Shout out to my man. R.I.P. Yeah, that was one of the dopest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he has that that pizza spot now, though, pizza right? Spot, P- yeah. Pizza bodega pizza or something like that. Right. He's working on uh, you Uptown. Know, he's working on making a little move. He has Hello Brooklyn. He has a spot called Hello Brooklyn now. Mm. But he's working on making God, a those apartment seventy eight parties were so much fun. Yeah, that's like making. they were genuine fun because you would go to apartment seventy eight. You would go uptown, drink with your friends, eat some food, head over to apartment seventy eight around like eleven p.m. on a Friday. Everybody in there was Dominican besides me and this dude. Yep. But we had the most <laughs> fun ever. It was just like all love. Whole That's bunch right. of art, and they used to throw this Jay Dilla event every year. I, I actually threw that event. Oh, you threw the Jay I Dilla event. All right, cool, cool, and cool. I did it with Skip. Well, yeah, so I went with yeah, Skip. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Skip. Oh, um, man, Skip yeah. introduced me to Q in the barbershop. So Skip used to, Skip was an artist uh, in NYC. He's he just got back to NYC, mm-hmm. but um, he used to have this barbershop where everybody would just come in, smoke some bud, uh, talk about music, art. He would paint shit. Um, and then you don't always put people connected people put each other onto events um, so yeah we I met Q in the shop and uh, saw him DJ at apartment 78 a few times but I met I met you before you really blew up before I, yeah, before yeah I like you, when you actually first started to get yep, into this whole yep, scene that's crazy and you had a girlfriend when I met you yeah I did <laughs> I'm not I gonna did. say her name yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like <laughs> I did alright um, um, <laughs> thank you Dave no 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 I ain't even I, cause it's like you know it's it's a anytime we have somebody here I definitely wanna capitalize off of like whatever we can like that that you know that that vantage point it's like, you know cause like um, a lot of people I guess New Yorkers were kind of became familiar with the artist that you DJ for uh, designer right. um, around the time of like Easy Season 3 so like two years ago probably yeah and um, only New Yorkers knew like who he was like really really because like that song it was fire out fucking here fucking Panda was crazy yeah so <laughs> for for my question is like when did you first get involved with him and like what was that because that that rise was so meteoric and like when you go from what we were you know like a ebro talking about how he's like taking futures flow all the way up to that easy season three show at madison square garden and even getting nominated for a fucking grammy nominated, nominated for, for a grammy for a platinum grammy. platinum record went to the grammys we went to the grammys B. you see what i'm saying you know what i'm saying like for one song. so let's let's go let's go let's go back let's go back so your introduction to to that oh man that was a funny one too we uh I like I said I was uh, DJing in whatever local and shit. So I'm in I'm in the Bronx. I'm playing at a spot in the Bronx. My boy's uh, Steven Victor. Shout out Steven Victor. He's the oh, manager. Mm-hmm. My boy Steven Victor texts me and goes, "Are you still DJing?" I said, "Yes, I'm DJing." He never answered me. <laughs> never answered back. 
Mind you, I'm in the middle of a. Well, set. You just randomly knew the, randomly. VP, the EVP of Def Jam. D- yeah, uh, ran- no, I, well, I've known him for years. That's okay. like a whole yeah. I've known. Yeah, him I mean, for I, years. I don't want to have story on top of story. My but, bad. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, I've Steven known him. Stephen Victor not a small name to yeah. just throw out there if you know something about the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steve, Stephen Victor's a homie. Yeah, he's he's definitely a homie. That's like, great. He was he was actually one that saw that like saw me start up to like when I first started like in the crib. Like cutting up or whatever, he's in the room. He's in you know our living room eating Chinese food, like yeah. with my brother, because they used to work together. So oh, okay, I see. You know, I see. That's what. So I was in the room, like oh hey bye, like yeah, yeah. I would just be in the room, like yeah. bye. But uh, so he texts so you like you still he texts me like are you still DJ? I said yes. Two weeks goes by, mind you, he still hasn't answered me. Two weeks goes by, texts me again. Yo, are you DJing? I said Steven. If you scroll up to two weeks ago, you'll see the answer that I gave you. <laughs> ask me your question that you want to ask. Ask me a question that you want to ask. Because you're waiting for that. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, yo, what's up? He's like, yo, designer needs a DJ. Um, can you be at this spot, at this studio session? So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll come through. Like, Was this I didn't before think or after Panda? This was after Panda. Okay. So I had heard, I had actually played Panda before. Okay. Like, oh, this shit is fucking crazy. Right. And fucking crazy, cra- fucking crazier, he performed at the club that I was DJing at at the time when Steven texted me. Right. He did like a little small, but nobody knew who he was, but everybody knew Panda. So he had performed. I'm in the crowd. I'm like, Yo, this motherfucker is nuts. Like, mm-hmm. this dude is crazy. So, Steven's like, come to the studio, whatever, be there by uh be there by four thirty. I was like, all right, cool. I was there at three thirty because I was thirsty. Yeah, you got like, to I was like, ready. What? what? This is like an opportunity. Whatever. So, Let that be a lesson though for people who are listening that like if you're if you're saying you're serious about something, if somebody gives you an opportunity, do it. Go for it. Be there on time. On time early if you have exactly. to. Early. You know exactly. So, My bad I had to I had to pin Nah, right. you go, you good. So we I'm sitting there, mind you, like I said, I got there like 3.30, 3.40, I was like, I'm going to eat, drink a Red Bull, whatever. Steven and Designer didn't show up till like 5.30, so I was sitting there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so they walk in, I um, I, fo- I followed like right after and shit, so I come in as, and it's two other DJs there, I've never seen these dudes there in my life. So I'm like, oh, it's just like some, you know, he's just going to be like alternating with DJs or whatever, like just quick shit, whatever. <clears throat> so... Steven goes, yo, hear these tracks, play them how you want. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, give me some type of direction. And he's like, nah, do what you want. Like, go ahead, just go up there, do what you want. So I'm like, okay. Went up there. I'm like, you know, playing a record. He's like, yo, play this one first and then just go from there. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I played it. Mm-hmm. Designer gets up and he starts like going. So mm-hmm. he's like going and shit. So I'm listening to the record. I'm like, this shit kind of. I'm actually like feeling it right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm actually feeling it right now. So, um, and it was uh, it was Zombie Walk. Okay, it was right before Zombie Walk had like even came out. So it was Zombie Walk. So I'm like, this shit's actually all right. So we're getting through. So four songs later, I'm down to a wife beater because I'm jumping and sweating <laughs> and like, yo, we vibing, like yeah. we're going, like it, it's not, it wasn't no talking or whatever. Like I, I didn't speak to him. I just like did a quick, oh hey, what's up. Whatever kept it moving. So we going. I'm dropping bombs, cutting records. Like, I'm going. So finally, he's sweating, giving me a pound. Like, yo, thank you, whatever. Appreciate that. And he walks out. So I hear him at the top of his lungs to Steven. Steven walks out with him. He's like, him. That's him. That's the at one. that moment, what at, were you feeling? I didn't know what the fuck was going on still. I'm right. like, what he the He was fuck? rehearsing a set. So and he's, you were, and you were, you were getting... 
Um, I'm yeah, just auditioning yeah, basically, yeah, and I had audition. like again, I had no fucking idea what right. was going on, so I'm just going. Like, I'm as just soon like, as you said that, I got goosebumps from yeah, that. So I'm like, like, oh shit, he yeah. must have been like. So, but then I'm yes. like, oh shit, like, but then I see these two other dudes kind of follow up, so I'm like, oh, it's just you know they're gonna go whatever the case is. So I went out to go get something to drink. He's like, yo, you killed that shit, whatever, like, like you know, like. You can you do this shit all like all the time? Like who is this, Steven or designer? This is uh this is Steven. Okay. I'm like, yeah. Mind you, I'm still work am I a, a, a FYI too, I was a fucking teacher at the mm-hmm. time. I was still working in school. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Yo, we going to Sacramento on like Friday. I'm like I'm like, nigga, it's Wednesday. It's like, yeah, can you like you start now? I'm like, Okay. We got rehearsal Thursday. Like, you in. I'm like, all right, that's and then did you, was there is there an email somewhere in archive that's like, hey y'all, uh, uh, I know it's usually two <laughs> weeks, but uh, I gotta go. Now, yeah, I had to. I literally like, and then well, I was trying to like keep up with it because mm-hmm. I was like, I was like Friday, I was like, oh, I could just call out whatever, everything following. I was like, I'll, I'll be alright. So the next day, we come back. He's like, oh, we got the fucking uh, Steve Colbert show on Monday. I'm like, nigga, I gotta go to work. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I gotta go to work. I didn't think it he was like, nah, like you're like you're, you're in now. You're in, like yeah, you're in now. It. Like and you can't like you can't get away from Did like, it feel at what point did it set in? When like, I fucking went to the Steve Colbert show show and was like, holy shit. And then I performed and my my uh my supervisor was like, yo, what happened? You missed Friday and Monday. I was like, and did I sent, see the Stephen Colbert show last night? And then I sent her the Stephen Colbert show and was like, this is why I right. couldn't go to work. She's like, yo, good luck on that. And life. she's like, good luck on that. Yes. Yo, just send us a letter of like resonate and then right. you good. Like, just so you know, right. like for pay- formal, like, formal shit. Formal shit or That's whatever. Dope, and you straight, and sure enough, I sent that and Fucking a year later, like shows, like I was, it was just like constant, and it didn't stop. Are you all right? So, so, where do your parents originate from? My parents, <laughs> my pops is uh, pops is from Virginia. Okay, his family's from the south. My mom was adopted. Okay, she uh, she eventually she moved to the city as well. Uh, but I'm like black as they come. Would you would you consider them traditional? Hardworking family. Yes, of okay. course. My mom's actually my mom. Like I said before, I'm a Harlem based. I'm from Harlem, but my mom's moved us to the suburbs because she didn't want like the education at the time or whatever. I'm I'm 29, almost 30 now. So the education at the time, she didn't want me to be like some like kind of a hood rat, type right? Thing. So she moved us to the suburbs. Like she worked hard to do that shit. My pops was a construction worker. He was doing okay. this thing. Like so, they I mean, had traditional so they had jobs. Traditional, you know what I'm saying? Nobody like, was hard working. Yeah. yeah, nobody was like it Trust wasn't like funds, no nothing like that. Like DJing and shit didn't happen because of like you know I was being a rebel or something. No, no. But what I wanted to ask, what I wanted to ask was you know being that your parents come from a traditional hands on. Your dad was a blue collar dude. Mm-hmm. When you made the switch from teaching to this like world of DJing that isn't certain. You're not on like steady ground. Anything mm. could happen. Well, how did they take it? Proud. That's what's up. Fucking proud. Like my pops is like. Well, my mom's passed away when I was 16, but God rest her soul. But mm. my pops is still like. He's oh when when's your next show? When next time you gonna be on TV? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you know relax. I'm like you know like chill, bro. Like you know I, I know I'm I know I'm hot, but you know like chill. Nah, I love my pops. Uh, but yeah, he uh he definitely like you know he checks with me. He's proud. Like proud. Like I said, we went to the Knicks game for Christmas or whatever. I'm like, what you doing tomorrow? Like it, this was uh we had a holiday party, uh for like our family. So the day after was you know the Christmas game. So what you doing tomorrow? He's like nothing. I don't gotta work. So I was like, you know what? 
Bought them tickets. Boom. Yeah. Bought them tickets. Power move. Yeah, that power, power move. That's like literally right, right, right in front of us. Like literally, like yo, we out. We out to the game. How do you, I'm a Knicks fan because of him. How do you take it? What? He almost cried. Like just because, like you know, what I'm saying that's worth it though. You know? Yeah, worth it. Like I, I live for that. You know what I mean? Was, was that one of those moments? Because I mean, like I feel like everybody has everybody has a moment where they're like they're thinking about their success and they're like, I gotta get this for my mom. I gotta do this for yeah, my dad. I think about that every day. What, what, every you day know, what are the, what are some of those moments as you climb the ladder? Where you you bought your dad Knicks tickets. Mm-hmm. Like I got him. Uh, I also I got him a little chain, something something nice or whatever. I take care of, like my grandmother whenever she needs like some shit. You know. I hit her off, but for me right now, I'm really working to like get like cribs. You know yeah, what I'm saying? For yeah. them, you know what I'm saying? Like when I get like my brother, my sister. Well, the first my first goal is to make millions. That's everybody's goal, boy. Mm-hmm. Right. My first goal is like from my family, my immediate family. I'm giving them each a million. So after that, don't fucking bother. Don't call me right. <laughs> <laughs> what you do with that is on you. But I, I love y'all. You know, here's your million. Do what you want. Even you know, my grand, my grandmother's uh, is ninety five now. Even you know, with her lessons, like, yeah. So I'm like, even I'm gonna give you. I'm like, I'm gonna give you the first million. Promise. So I'm gonna give her a mill. Give my brother a mill. My sister a mill. And then I'm like, yeah, do what y'all want. My pops a mill. Do what y'all want. You know. So so, so just to like circle all the way back on. Just like initial concept So like you What I gather is that you were What like 15, 16 When your brother had Steven Victor and stuff When you were DJing um, When did you start DJing? I, I started DJing Like officially When I was Like 22 So But how But you have been practicing for I was practicing Since like, when? Since like Yeah since around like 22, 23 um, But like I said With With when it came to that, Steven would come through just to chill. Like he would, you know, like I said, it was all cool. So he would come through just to chill and shit. And I would just like, just be in the back practicing. So before like any, before I even like came out to like try to fucking play anywhere, I'm like, yo, I got to fucking get this craft right. So right. I'm waking, waking up, you know, crack of dawn type shit, cutting up before work or mm-hmm. whatever. And then, you know, going to Real work, coming shit. back, you know what I'm saying? Real juice shit. Like waking up, waking up, motherfuckers banging on shit. Like you know, like that's I wanted to get nice. Yeah. So like, I mean, <clears throat> the the definite uh, universal connection or the universe connecting you between and Steve is one thing, but what I'm really focused on is like you was working on your craft. I mean, upwards of like six years with. I mean, I've seen you at Henny Palooza before. Mm-hmm. Tear that shit down. Thank you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate I've it. I've seen you in other capacities and shit like that, and like obviously. I don't know if were you at the good music uh the good music uh thing that they did the redo after they fucked up the uh hot ninety seven the the fucking the one that they did the following yeah, yeah I was on stage yeah I was on stage see that's the first time I saw a designer perform mm-hmm. in person and yeah. I was you know I wasn't playing it Virgil played all the yeah time. exactly but, Virgil, Virgil, I, DJ, but, but yeah. even then Steven was like nigga you going up there too and I'm like to do what motherfucker like, you in the you in so the band bro I'm like you know? so I'm literally on stage how old were you at out. this point. I was slash a year and a half ago. So yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't that long ago. It was like like I was like 28, 29. Uh, going so yeah, 29. like six years, six seven years of just like hard nose. You know, probably DJing in small spots, mm-hmm. doing gigs for little numbers. But you know, for you having that, and that's also kind of important that you had that backup of uh, being a teacher, so that like really what you were doing was just like pure passion. Right? Yeah, and really love. tapping into that, you know, to that craft. And like 
I mean, it pays off. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, I guess on one side, not every day does somebody have a connection to somebody that powerful, but it takes somebody to actually rise to that occasion mm. based off of what right. she was doing. All so, they can do is open the door for exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. Because there's a lot of people, a lot of us who probably know somebody that can help you out if they actually wanted to. But if you don't have the talent. Are you going to be ready? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be ready? They have to recognize it. Like too. I said, yeah, they got to they gotta recognize it. Like, so were you nervous at all when you were giving up that teaching gig? Or you did, did you just not every, think about it? And every, said, nah, every second, every decision that I make, I always think 10 steps ahead. So with me thinking 10 steps comes the other nine. So I'm always thinking like, damn, what if this happens? What if that happens? You know what I'm saying? I'm always going through that whole, so I'm fucking scared of shit. But then it's times where I'm like, "Eh, I'll be all right. But like then, if you're not going to bet on yourself, if, then who will, right? Then who will? You're not going to take a gamble on yourself, then who will? You know what I'm saying? I look at the man in the mirror every day. Like right. nobody else does. Like right. I got to do this shit for me before anything. So I'm like, yo, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. That's really fire, man. Yeah, you, man. you seem like you've really you're living the dream that a lot of people in this media just, creative world want to live. Life, man. This shit is 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 real. It's real shit. And like I said, this shit will happen to you like that. Like it'll that shit happen within days. And I was just on the road, fucking crazy. The first time I ever played a Henny Palooza in Miami. I'm there. I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to be in Miami for the rest of the days, whatever the case may be, with the crew. We, the first time I ever got down with them, two days later, I had to fly to, I had to cut my trip short. I was there, supposed to be there for five days. Cut to cut my trip short because we had to perform in L.A. Mm-hmm. So I'm there. So I, after we done with Henny Palooza, I get a text. Yo, we got to go to L.A. I'm like, what? Like, when did you, when is this? We got a show out there. All right, fuck it. Let's go. Send me the itinerary. Let's do it. All right, right, man. Well, I have an inappropriate question, but this is barrooms are never appropriate places. Never. Um, If we had a party, say we we were we had a few artists, we're throwing a concert. How much money do you charge to do an event? Like what what type of money are you seeing at at events like this? That's very. Good. I think a lot of people <laughs> don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that tell, if you got a if you have a Grammy hit, nominated hit, hit you, have a Grammy nom- <laughs> you have a Grammy nominated DJ, you're not cheap. I'm sure. Like, there's no way that the bag is small. Right. I'm right. sorry. Some, What's hit, the bag hit, looking like? The hit, bag, hit my inbox. The pen. The yeah. Hit my inbox. Yeah. Talk to, talk to management. <laughs> exactly. Talk to management. Exactly. Exactly. Talk to management for that, man. Can't you know? You know, I will not confirm nor deny that the bag is is fat, but it's not. You know, especially when it comes to family. I just like or friends or whatever I kind of sure. like take right. care of them and shit but the bag is, is definitely come I correct. always secure the, yeah. come, come, right, so yeah, come correct we're, we're throwing a party next week we got three <laughs> artists we got three artists I mean you let me know I'm we like I said we talk to management and we figure it out hey. but if it's you talking to me no then, I'm not your friend uh, yeah. not <laughs> <laughs> if it's you talking to me then you know we get you know I'll take care of you. I'll take care I will take care of you don't gotta talk to me cause like right. I said I tell them to handle it and that's yeah, it yeah for sure All right. Kill, we appreciate you man I mean so, I, cool, I try absolutely. to do I try to do what I gotta do like, Wait, like no, I said I wanna, I'm a fucking I, freak now I'm I also want I want to pivot back because when I said that I met you you had a girlfriend I wanted to actually touch on something because okay. a lot of people like for instance you see the Jesse Williams divorce recently I mm-hmm. mean Jesse started as a teacher like you right and he this had to look like Jesse Williams. Everybody more than a little bit. Yeah, more than a little he, bit. He, he ride that hey, way. Don't man. let him. Don't let him tell you we don't. My name's Nick Cregan, man. I don't know <laughs> you look like you fuck, <laughs> lying fuck. <laughs> but not so. Jesse started as a teacher, and then he rose to to uh, to stardom. He had the same wife that he was with for a long time. Had two kids with. Then he filed. He filed for divorce. So he quote unquote left her. Right. Um, but now he's paying out. $50,000 a month in just spousal support aside from the child support. Now, do you think that 
rising up and and gaining popularity had anything to do nope. with you being single right now nope. or okay nope. not at all do you That's think not. that you in your in your position and what where you want to go in terms of the entertainment realm do you think that it's possible for you to have a faithful committed marriage or how do you think that would work she would have to be with me every time really I, I don't i don't know you don't trust yourself i don't trust myself when wow. it comes to that because i like i said i got thrown into this like right right it's just i don't know it's real tough but like i said with me too even like uh because i was on the road as well and i like i had like i had a girlfriend at the time mm -hmm. so like i told you i'm in i'm a hotel body so whenever i was in the hotel i'm facetiming until i'm going to right, sleep right 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 was know, she ever coming her. on the road with you no, nah, never. Okay. But like, like I said, I'm a, and I get homesick too. I'm always yeah. fucking like, I'm like, yo, I want to go like right now. Like we're done. Like, can we go? Like, right. But uh, I don't know, man. That's a that's a tough one. I don't. It's not. I would just have to be put in that position. But it's. I don't think that really holds me back from. This is me living. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not like a woman or not. You know, not to, I'm trying to downgrade any anyway. like women the most powerful creatures on this earth, but that's not going to hold me back from doing what the fuck I got to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and you know, if I want to be happy with a woman, fuck it, I'll be happy with her. Like, it's, it is what it is. Like, and if you can't accept my tour life or you want to assume, then that's on you, you. Do you think you would have to probably retire from tour life before you Hell, decide to have a no. family? Fuck no. So I'm, you want a family I while I want a family while I'm doing this shit. Because I, I even want to, you know, I want to bring little baby boy, baby girl on the stage when I'm fucking rocking. Fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that'll be hot. But, you know, it, when it happens, it happens. I just got to be in a position to do it. I think, like, you know, at that time, I'll probably be over it. Because that shit is a lot of fucking work. It's a lot like, of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. People think it's all bells and whistles. That shit is not. It's like, yo, you got all the hoes. I'm like, listen, bro. Listen, bro. I'm that tired. Is, from I'm, yeah, I'm tired for all that shit. I'm getting old. Like, it's. Nah, man, it's not. Mm -mm, it's not worth it. It's not worth it, kids. Trust me, you'll learn that shit soon. Soon, that is, it, it, it will catch up to you. All that right. shit is fucking hard work. Right. Kids are. I mean, balancing that family life between kids and having a girlfriend, wife. That's it's a lot of responsibility. Well, no right? kids yet. No kids yet. No wife. No <laughs> girlfriend. No, you know, I just you know out right. here living a dream. You heard? That's it. So I mean, so but touching on the issue while with kids, I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't go over what happened with Kodak this weekend down in Florida, right? Oh shit, right. So, um, like I said, having kids is it's a big responsibility. So there's a lot of things you have to watch out and be careful of of what they're around, what they're seeing, what they're doing. But um, I mean, Dave, I I know you're we we don't I don't think we have opposing views on this, but tell us why we shouldn't be mad at Kodak I that's a hell of a question to frame like that uh it wasn't about be, be being mad at Kodak it was it was rooted in the fact that like people were just judging him based off of like what the situation was and I'm just like for me I don't I can, I can never take judgment on a, on anybody on a nigga especially especially on a nigga from where he's from and what he's been able to accomplish yep, in spite of so like we're talking about and it's like I guess it's it's hard to quantify when I'm saying like oh but you gotta see where he came from but like this nigga used to be riding around with fucking unregistered weapons and fucking performing jack moves and shit like that he's come a long way to at least being able to sit in the house for however his probation is and stay out of trouble for the alleged incident for a neighbor to be watching him on was what I said. A neighbor called BSO and said that they saw him on Instagram live with a weapon 
a child and weed in the background. Correct. Now, I didn't see this video. Instagram Live doesn't save. I don't know what images they had in the courtroom, but whatever that was was enough for the BSO, which I know for a fact to be dirty, like personal fact to be dirty, and watch them... Uh, BSO is Broward County Sheriff's Office um, down in South Florida or whatever. Um, I mean, we've talked about it on the show that I've like lived down in Florida for a good period of time. But yeah, like uh, just to, for them to come up with this, just to raid his house when he was on probation because they couldn't get him outside, like lets me know that there's a lot more predatory factor to the system and calling like just calling him dumb because he had a gun and all type of stuff. I was like, yo, at the end of the day, he's still a nigga and. Nobody knows what he's come from. Right. I can tell you a close bit because I know I still got niggas in Pompano. So I can tell you a close bit of where he's coming from right. and what, is, what it is to escape that. And like as big as South Florida is, Broward is about this big as far as like black people are concerned. So like they know where you at. He so, got, so, so, he got so some my, orange so, ass cars. So my, my, but my thing is, and I, I, here's where I'll put my stamp of dumb on it is... With what you're saying, right? With who he is and where he's come from, right? He's also was lucky enough to be out in a house on probation because he was supposed to be doing a bid. He was supposed to be inside. Any regular person would have been inside, mm-hmm. right? As it's supposed to be. He, they let him off, put him on probation inside the house. Okay, you have kids around. Okay, that's fine. You have weed out. You're not supposed to be around weed, man. You're on probation. But... Okay, it's around. You have the hammer. If he's smoking and he's not on piss, and he, they not piss testing. So I see. Him. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not going to touch on that because I don't. Exactly. I don't know if he passed a piss test. I don't know what it was. But it's still, know if he's actually but, but, but taking listen, a piss test. But it's still possession of marijuana. Okay. While he's on probation, that's number two. Number three, he has guns. I don't know if the gun was registered. I don't know. If it, it was. He, a, it was. They said it was stolen. It was a stolen gun. Okay. AKA, there was also other niggas in the crib too. I know. But so, and that's where I was going with number four. There's also other people in the crib that may have that, whether it's his or somebody else's, that have stolen weapons. So you have stolen weapons. You have illegal narcotics. You have children in the crib, and you have people you're not supposed to be around. All this, you know, this is not good. And you put this on the assumption. Insta- the assumption is that he knows that that's not good, bro. bro, bro anybody? Oh no, 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 wait, no, 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 wait, no, wait, no, wait, hold up, wait, no way, bro, no, 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 no. hold up, because oh. let me let me say how this even started. I called Kodak Black an idiot in our group chat because of the news, and I was like, yo. You cannot tell me. I've first of all, I've been I've been subject to dirty cops in New York before. I, I get it. Like I I know that the Broward Broward County has dirty cops. Everywhere has dirty cops. But you also are born with common sense. After you do something bad and somebody slaps you, you know not to do that again. If you do it again, these are going to be the consequences. Kodak has had so many chances. He's had more chances than the average human. As Kenny just stated. When you put trouble around you, trouble's going to find you. Trouble begets trouble. Mm-hmm. Why do you, why have guns? Anybody knows that if you're on probation, you're not supposed to have guns. Fuck the weed. The weed is whatever. You got to take the edge off. Cool. If you have to fail a piss test, then that's on you. But to have illegal weapons in the crib, how do you not know that's wrong? How are you ever going to defend that? You yes, said that he's a kid. This is what you told me. You I said didn't that, say, first of all, I no, didn't say he's a kid. You I did. Said, I said he's, he's coming no, from somewhere. No, you said that. No. He is younger. He but is you younger. said that Kodak is a kid that has not that does not have positive influences around him. You do not need positive influences around you to know, to know that you wrong. are not supposed to have illegal weapons in your house True. when you're on probation. 
So I'm not they, telling you but, 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 but the assumption, even, but, the assumption but, but, would also, be that he knew that the dudes had guns on him and that that gun was actually his and that he actually saw it. Then you're actually, keeping the wrong people around you. So 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 in that you were you actually had a comment about why didn't he have security? Which that, I wanted to address that today because because okay. um, my my argument was that Kodak can afford to have security. He's connected yeah. to Atlantic Records. He can have people set it up for him where he has security in the crib First with of, him so he doesn't have to worry about having a legal firearm. So my question was why not hire security that is able to have legal guns. Okay, so two things. One, you brought up that Atlantic thing, and I'm just like, why would any nigga from someplace where nobody trusts anybody trust a group of white people and corporate people who are telling them what they feel like is best for his life? There aren't just white people that I'm work just, at Atlantic. I said, I said and corporate people, Nick. Don't, don't do that. I just said and corporate people. You just said, why would you trust a bunch of white people and corporate and people? Corporate people. And corporate people. That doesn't make I said and corporate people. I get so I was, it, I was that, more, that, that still doesn't no, make sense. No, no, no. You're not Because they want to make okay, money so at the end I'm of the a, day, too. Whatever. Exactly. That's the point. They're saying that their whole idea is that they don't care about him. They don't care about his actual well-being. They care about how they can prop him up just long enough to make a dollar. Any dude that's come from places where he's used to hustling on the streets can recognize that. So if you're saying, why doesn't he trust the label? I understand that. A. Two. As far as like security and shit, like there's been I know instances down in South Florida where rappers who were supposed to be popular and stuff like that got security that done set them up and all types of stuff. So if he's hanging around people from his own neighborhood, it's unfortunate. It's fucking unfortunate. But if that's the only people that he trusts, I I can see the logic in that. And what I'm trying to say, if you're not trying, if you're not actually trying to see the logic in it and just calling them an idiot, you're not giving them a humanistic chance at all. So, so then here's why I call him an idiot. Whatever, if you're put take all that together and put it together, you don't. Put it on Instagram Live. We don't, don't know. It, we also don't my God, know. They can't go into a court and say it's on Instagram Live and just say it's on Instagram Live without well, all the actual proper All they need, is, all they need is to talk to the judge to get the or to, to the ADA to get the actual warrant itself. Like I said, that goes into like that's too much assumptions. Like I know we I didn't see it. They didn't have the pictures of it in the joint. Like how it was just all they needed was the Instagram. A, all they needed was a complaint that called in that caused the thing. After the fact, so if you find out that it's on video that he has kids around the guns and, and kids around the weed, will you then criticize Kodak? I'm and just say saying, stupid. I will say at this point, then he's not in the position to be helping himself. But I did tweet out some some things the other day about because you know, um, you know, like much respect to the family of Fredo Santana. You know, what I'm saying he just passed away recently uh, from kidney failure, um, and I was saying that it's really unfortunate that like uh, that. Our, the, the, these kids who come from like these areas and stuff like that, I get it. Y'all like, oh, they're supposed to know. They obviously do not know because if they had not, if they had not been famous and rich, and that doesn't necessarily change their mentality off rip. They had not been, not to mention somebody who's been institutionalized. They had not been actually like rich. They'd be still on the streets doing the same Dave. thing. No, so let me let me finish because this is serious. <clears throat> and what I said, like, it's, it's unfortunate. I really think that we need to be. I'm not saying protective because some of these people are not doing proper things for our community, but in general, for like a lot of like the Chief Keith, if you ever seen the therapist episode with like Chief Keith and those guys, like these guys have a tremendous amount of PTSD from where they're from. And it's really unfortunate that we don't actually like, or there's no system to help them kind of like, hey, this is like real life now. Like you're not back in the trenches anymore. You don't need the guns around you. You don't need these things. Like there's no system in place outside of, a predatory record label that really only wants you for the money. 
Like I don't see any actual like care And I don't know what the actual remedy for that is But you got guys who are self-medicating You know this has been a, a continual issue You know with people dying from Overdose or their bodies are shutting down from the amount Of lean and drugs And pills that they're That's taking That's another thing we have to cut out the culture Like I'm all for lean being taken out Like I don't know why this shit is embraced to but, well, an there's, a, there's a cool factor and it's also like I said Like these drugs for our glamorous for the kids and the and the consumers and, who and, are viewing and, them, but they're really medication, right? Yeah, and they're medication, really medication for those who are taking yeah. them, yo. Like they're taking that shit to like relieve whatever, get out of whatever world and shit. Think, that they're I, to, I understand what you're saying, but do you feel that's the majority of people that you? I'm talking about the no. rappers who are influencing no. the rest of them, and that's right. what I'm talking about. Yes, no. I do believe that. Like I, oh, not believe, but I'm saying like I do think that. I mean, there's like the guys like Future who do it, who who, who claim they do it heavy, but, but you don't really. So see. Future talks about it in songs, but he claims he doesn't do it at all. Yeah, you never really see him. So you never really see him do it. But at really the same time, too, with this life that goes on, too, like a lot of that shit when it comes to these like celebrities that do it, like Lil Wayne, that nigga goes through hell and back. People don't know that, and he can't sleep. He can't sleep, so he yeah. takes that shit to do it for himself or whatever to sleep. But now, like I said, it's so glorified that everybody thinks it is cool. Like everybody people thinks, are right. dying like that. Like, that yo, young, people who's that dying. young white rapper um, who just died the other day? Uh, uh, um, little Pete. No, peep? no, no, that was that was, was the other day. That was yeah. kind of a little while ago. But um, well, he was like the last young rapper to die. Yeah, and then it's like, and even um, I mean yams, and then and then yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, right. but the Fredo kidney though. failure thing was from was liver from that, damage because he had that. stopped. He had like literally stopped the shit or whatever. He was trying to turn his whole whole shit around. He was trying to turn his whole life around or whatever, but. You know, he had a bat. He had a seizure, and then he had. Like, and that's, kidney that's the thing that Wayne keeps having. That's he keeps thing. having. Wayne seizures. keeps having seizures. Left Rick and Ross, right. like Rick, like that's what. But a lot of times, that comes with just being medicated, like that. Like that, it, it's bad for you to do it that much or whatever. It's fucking because they do it like in the crib, like in the crib, in the club when they driving. Like it's bad for you. See, but but that, and that's what I'm saying. Like it's when just it's, a numb. Like I feel like that's like the shit to just numb everything. So what do you? All right. So like, as somebody who's been around entertainers, what do you think? Because People are people are blinded by fans are blinded mm. by the money, the women, the cars, the all glitz, the accessories, the glitz and glamour. It's not. It's, it's not, not all. It's that's not, not all what it's like, all. That doesn't really give you happiness. So what? What you know? What are some of the biggest obstacle obstacles you see famous people like a designer or a Lil Wayne or, or people in that shit, realm facing? The shit that goes on behind closed doors with their management, with their families, you know, family shit ever. that's going on with their financial shit or that whatever that happens like. Yeah, you know, they you know, they probably make a lot of these millions, but they still gotta like fucking pay somebody. Mm -hmm. Or then maybe niggas are stealing from them, they just finding out about so that. much going on. Like it's so much going problems. on behind the scenes. And that's but, one thing I, I wanna make clear, like I'm not ignorant to the fact that, that Kodak faces these challenges, but I'm also not ignorant to the fact that, yo, you know I don't care where you're from, man. Yeah, it's you it's, know it's, it's, I wasn't basing it on. No, 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 I'm not saying that you said this. Yeah. I'm not saying you said this, yeah. but I wanna make it clear to the to the listeners, like after a certain point, you have to make the choice for yourself. Nobody else can do it for you. Not therapy, not management, not friends. Most friends are bullshit mm -hmm. in that industry anyway because they're only around you because you have the money and everything. Yeah, so like, at what point are you going to decide, yo, I know that I don't have to live this life anymore. Even if I have PTSD, whatever it is, I don't want, at a certain point, it's all choices. I you make that. the choice to stay absolutely. in your situation. And, absolutely. And not but, even choice. Like, yo, embrace your opportunity, bro. Like, look where you're at right now. You're yeah. hot. Like, not just in your own section of Florida. Like, you're hot across the country and your music is blowing up worldwide. Like, embrace that, but know those, 
uh, risk factors that you have and know what you have to stay away from to keep those opportunities because you've already had it almost taken from you on more, numerous more occasions. Yeah, more than twice. That's real. Yeah. That's real. It's, and that sounds that shit. sounds great, but DMX is like almost 50 and he's still fucking up. But yeah. that's it's DMX's just, I know. Just, I, I get that. Nah, but I'm just, just saying, so I'm just much. saying that's that's literally how deep the shit can get. Yeah. Niggas 50 years old. We're looking at we're looking at Kodak who just got popping in the 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 last like three years of his life. Right. This nigga DMX has been in shit his whole life. His entire life. Even so before, it's not even that, before it's, Kodak it's not, was even thought of. He done right. been on he done been you on therapy shows. He done been to therapy in and out of jail. It's not just clear cut like to just say like you you know what the right decision is because and, and it's messed up else. to say people, it. People but lose themselves. Yeah. And it's not even just mental just, issues. It's not even just rappers. It's 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 athletes as well. Like people, when you give certain people money and fame, it kind of makes their situations worse. Yeah. True. Not without, especially without guidance. Yeah, right. because a lot of the people don't have the guidance. Where they coming from? Where they, they go from? broke? I mean, look at look at uh, uh, Maurice Claret's situation. That dude was on top of the world, and then as soon as he fell off, he turned to guns and all that other shit. Yeah. Went to prison for a minute. Turned his life but he around. Turned his life around. He's See? really he's a really he, good example. Maurice Claret turned his life. I saw him speak the after he lost everything. I saw him do a motivational yeah, speech in Ohio fire, and I spoke to him after and I was like, yo, that was a powerful speech. He talked about how he was on the highway with guns in the whip and he called his mom that state troopers are, are chasing him. He's like, I'm probably about to die right now. Like he was about to kill himself mm -hmm. and he got arrested, took the guns and everything, but got out of prison, lost his NFL dreams, everything. But now he motivates the youth by telling him he came and he came from the same type of situation well, similar type of situation as Kodak. He grew up with dudes who were running into people's cribs, robbing people, doing all types of shit, selling drugs. But he decided to take the football route, and then once the football route failed, he fell back on that route that he that he so knew. I'm just saying, like the backside. At, back at, at some point, it took people, him to go. It took, a, it took a, a to highway. Took a highway chase. Took a highway speed chase with guns, and I think he was also running drugs at some point in time. Yeah. It took a highway speed chase for him to do that and realize, damn, I used to be this. So, and he was talking about how he was in jail, right. it's, it's and niggas guided. was like, "Yo, you was you that nigga." Yeah. It takes shit like that, bro. Like it's not just an easy like switch. So I want to send a message out. I, Kodak won't hear this but if you're listening to this and you know that you have maybe an opportunity you might you have an opportunity at what point are you going to decide I'm not going to live like this anymore all of us have passed we, all, yeah, we, all, we yeah. all have done some shit in our lives that we're not proud of but at some point you make a decision that this is not going to be my future like don't let your product don't let your environment decide what product you turn into. People That's have to saying. learn. It's I really. Everybody learns at their own pace. At one point, you got to make a decision. So, but at the yeah, to you change your own that, life. That, yeah, that, that, that's executive real. Executive decision. That's yeah. real. But I also, uh, that's real. That's very real. And then, like you know, I just it's unfortunate for his situation, for like all of these things. And it's just like a lot of the rappers, especially like the Chicago rappers, these dudes, when they get bread, like I remember, I mean, you know, I used to work with Rocky and them. Like when they got bread, he went and bought that crib in L.A. Like you got to no get problem. out of where you're from. Yeah, you got to. And that's to. and that's, that's who you, to that's me. That's one of the bigger issues with him is that he's not been able to overcome the legal thing, the legal legal thing. So yeah. he's had to stay in the same county where the same dudes are literally like looking at him as food. Right, right. Looking at him mm -hmm. like he, I mean, yeah, it's he, do got the, he does have setup. the orange cars and he's very bright, but like you know, it's his. It's he's his not money. set up for success in his in his environment. Nah, man, nah. So it's, it's, yeah. and I, I for somebody like me and who's mentored kids from that area and like been in there done, done been you know in cuffs with dudes from that area like i i want him to get out and i like i every time i see a, a fort lauderdale rapper i'm like oh please let him blow like but you know like you got tentacion who's just like a piece of shit or you know whatever like i want these dudes to get out because i know what the majority is happening to the rest of them like his family like he's a one percenter 
He's yeah. a one percenter, and he nobody even around him can even understand the burden of him to having to provide for the whole family. Well, Q. Yo. You, you want to leave the listeners with anything, man? You dropped a lot of gems today. We could honestly keep talking forever, yeah, but man, we I know mean, that you, nah, got, you, gotta, you, gotta, you got you got business. Even nah, nah, nah. Even the, even the touchdown back on you know even the subject right here is like you know everything you know even me being an example like uh, everybody knows everybody sees me whatever. Sometimes I'm happy, whatever the case may be, or even like you know smiling. You see like the Instagram. I'm bl- all that shit is not is you know it's not like. It, real shit really does happen behind the scenes right. with everything you know what i mean so when it whenever like a situation like you know like a, a kodak black like a like a, a fredo like any situation mm-hmm. that goes i always like look deeper and everybody's always oh, a fucking this he's fucking that he's fucking idiot and it's like nah man you just don't know what's going on with that kid it's like even with me like even in this lifestyle that i've been in i've been involved with like it's been times where i've been depressed about shit mm-hmm. i've had suffer from depression or whatever like i don't want to do this shit no more i hate this shit fuck everybody that but you know you got to snap out of it but again that also came with who i was around i surrounded myself with different people and all that shit changed Real. you know what i mean like and you know some maybe sometimes it will take you to move to LA take you to move to fucking to Florida to Cali to wherever you gotta go but or it's just sometimes you know you gotta cut a couple people when you off. fly with the Eagles oh you will God. be going to the All Super right. Bowl All right. All right. Oh when you fly God. with the Eagles you will be going to the oh Super Bowl oh my God so, and like I said before <laughs> FYI it's the New York Giants all day you know what I'm saying Knicks Nation you know what time hey, it is Rangers hey, what's up hey. you know what I'm saying Red Bull we out here that's what hey. we do hey. Yankees you already know the Empire Oh, the, the Red Bulls nice. exactly. Yeah, the Red Bulls get it down. The the all rise, we all rise. You know, what I'm saying? for the Yankees, fucking you know? judge, nigga. Because we out here, b. We gonna be getting all this work. So you, know you got saying? you got a project coming out this summer. You know, yes, champagne Canada. and Chinese food. I, I don't go. have a, a set date for it, but no it's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I um, I'm gonna have like a little release for it. I'm gonna have like a little listening party for it and stuff like right. that. We we in there, right? It. We yeah, in there, right? And where in the world is designer San Diego? <laughs> designer's in LA right now. Designer, well, he's back and forth in New York, but designer's in LA right now. Are he's we gonna we gonna see LA. you on the on them ones and twos maybe, behind them real soon? Maybe, maybe. If not, you know, I'm I'm working on like I said, kind of focusing on me right now. Absolutely, with man. the little had to take a step back. You know, everybody was knowing me. Oh, your designer's DJ is like, nah, I can't I have a name. My <laughs> came in as your cue, but you know, but it's like you know, it's uh, that's always family, so, right? You know, right. So right. I hit him up and right. shit like that. Well, we, we, nice, we appreciate you for coming through. Bro. You already, you already. Next time he's making. These, these drinks and shit nigga I even want to just come Just to talk shit like, <laughs> I, just, I love talking shit That's the best thing About my life man Same The best man, thing man. that God gave me Is this voice Absolutely <laughs> That's why we all here right? That's why Honestly. we all here We do what we gotta do We Mo- say what we gotta say And you know If you listen You listen If you don't You good too we'll always, right. more, always more than welcome bro Yeah um, Closing up the tab um, You kind of rocked off or, or stole some of my, my thunder With what I was gonna say But it was more so Going, going line hands in hands mm-hmm. With um my mother always used to tell me when I was growing up, she would tell me, show me who your friends are, I'll show you what your future is. I'll show you your future, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I always, I always didn't like that phrase because I did hang around a couple like dudes that I was like, yo, he's not the worst, he's not the best dude, but he's not the right, worst right. dude ever, right? Like, I've, yeah. We I've, all have. We've all have. I've, right. been around, I've been around people, I've been around motherfuckers that, that, that have gotten guns pulled out on them, like in front of me. And I'm like, mother, like I, I've been away for like. What did you long. do? Like, what did you do that a nigga wants to come and pull a fucking gun out on you? Like, my nigga, I've known you for years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like I said, I think my mom's. There. I think I think my mom's. I think God every day. You know that. You know my mom's made the like the decision to be like, yo, I don't want you to be 
in this environment because yeah. if you're not if you're gonna you're gonna end up like these knuckleheads it's true like, you know what i'm saying it's, like you know we gotta we have like you know everybody in my family like we do what we have to do for each other but more importantly like you know anything can happen to any one of us so we got to do it for ourselves first yeah so, so it, it's like you know we gotta you know stick to at the same time stick together you know what i'm saying you know young young black you know young black america you know what i'm saying like we out here. We gotta, you know, do what we gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Even uh, even my mix, my mixed babies over here. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> my mixed baby. We get we get our love. You little light. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you still get love from me. Still get love on this uh, side. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Respect. It's true. With I'm, them I, eyes. With them fucking <laughs> eye eyes. See, yeah. I can't bring you around the way. <laughs> hey man, bring oh, me out. Son. No, bring I don't want to bring you out. They gonna yeah. They gonna they gonna take you. They gonna man. They gonna look you in the face one time. Who? Nope. You don't want to know who that quiet is. Him. <laughs> it's quiet for you. Um. Yeah. Embrace your light skin friends, your dark skin friends, but but those that are coming up, even those that are doing better than you, like support. surround it, yeah, and support them too, support uh, because them. they'll have your support you never uh, know. as well. Um, you never know, you never know. Um, thank you all for coming through. Um, thank you to uh, Fiesta Belize and Rum for keeping the conversation going. Uh, my name's Ken. One more week to the Eagles uh, solidify Super Bowl. Oh my, my name God. is Nick. Oh, I don't even want. I still don't even want to end. I don't want to end because it's fucking Eagles. It's just bothering the shit out of me. But it's cool. I'm gonna let you get this shine. That's it. So I'm Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just happen to be the guy at the end. My name is Dave. Uh, yeah. Nah, I'm the guy at the end. Yo, <laughs> Q in the motherfucker <laughs> building. Thank you for having me and shit. Hey, cut his mic off. Cut his mic. Like we out. We off this. Uh, we out. You heard? Cap gang. You listen to the last call podcast. Cheers. Cheers.